So how the fuck am I supposed to love the one that cursed me? The one that wouldn't give me a cup of water when I was thirsty. It was always him versus me, but now I gotta teach him personal feelings set aside because now I gotta reach him. What I like to do is turn my head like I don't know him. But it seems like I've been called on to show him, so I'ma show him. And if you never met me, you got no right to judge me. Got a good heart, but this heart can get ugly. Bam! Little Ventures DMX RIP Earl Simmons. Um I wanna talk today about the comforts and being alone. Just worked out at the homie Kelly's house. Kelly Street, the one and only. Got a great setup at his house. Um, allows me to work out there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, whenever I want to. Got a couple of thousand pounds in his backyard in an enclosed facility, screened in, is concrete pad, it's, it's beautiful. He got everything, all type of machines. And I put a few 45s back there over the years and um, I'm getting my swole back. Achilles starting to feel meh. But my shoulders and my elbows are finally starting to feel a little better. Um, I've been taking some supplements for my joints. Email me if you want to know what I'm taking. I ain't giving nobody no free run, no free burn. Ain't nobody paying me no money for no free advertising. But I will give you, um, I will give it to you raw. If you're looking for some help, email me at bam at bamathletics.com. Got my own shit. Um just talking about being alone i've had conversations like so me this starts this started from a conversation me and kelly had tonight about um if you're in a relationship and you're expecting for somebody to make you happy you're dead ass wrong it ain't nobody else's fucking responsibility to make sure you happy but you yourself and in turn there's nothing you're going to be able to do to make anybody else happy if they're not happy within themselves, neither, right? So, me and Kelly, we have some in-depth conversations, some candid conversations, perhaps some conversations that you wouldn't expect for men to have amongst each other, amongst themselves, because um, I'm not going to say they're emotional conversations, but they're conversations with emotional content. But, excuse me, with emotional content. Say that properly. So... I'm 46. I am divorced. Um, I can't front. I've had, you know, good women in my life. More often than not, I was the um, I was the underlying factor that was found wanting, weighed, measured, and found wanting. Um, yeah. So, I've definitely had good women in my life, but the fact that maybe I wasn't ready, or obviously not maybe I wasn't ready because I never remarried. I divorced in 2004. My last child was born in 1998, and we were legally separated far before 2004. That's just when the paperwork um, was finalized. But I was, even in that, I was expecting, I was looking for something that just didn't exist. And at that age of 18 years old, 
I didn't even fucking know what my flavor favorite flavor ice cream was, much less what I wanted in a lifelong spouse slash mate, right? Um, we went through so many ups and downs, and we were babies with a baby. I heard my first child when I was 17, which means that Mike's wife was 16 when my daughter was conceived, but I promise you, we was doing grown folk stuff well before that, and not a brag, but just more for the effect that for the effective understanding that that wasn't even my first pregnancy. Well, not me in particular or directly, but that wasn't even the first pregnancy I was involved in. You see, I have another daughter, a second daughter, and her mother and I um, were pregnant early on in high school and she ended up moving to Connecticut in order to stay with the baby because her parents felt some type of way and she lost that baby in Connecticut and man I was either 14 or 15 at the time just a young man doing grown folk shit and that didn't make me happy I'm 46 years old now and at times I wake up um, sporadically um, no rhyme or reason and I start pondering on, on happiness, right? So in this conversation that me and Kelly were having today I, I want you to understand how arrogant I am about my mind right? Don't judge me Remember, I'm willing to share with you I'm willing to share with everybody not people all across the world, not a toot of my own horn, but people all across the world who tune in and want to hear um, what I have to say. And I'm willing to share that with everybody. And with that being said, I'm giving you some uh, a candid look into my own mind. So understand the arrogance of my mind. In my mind, I truly feel like... The person I care about, the level of special that I give them is interchangeable, right? Like, the woman doesn't even matter that much. It's more about how I feel about said woman, right? If you put passion into someone and when someone needs you, you go calling and if they need you, they're there. If they have kids, you're there. Whatever the case may be, if you care about that person in that capacity, that could be transferable, right? So in a in a bubble, my feelings are um, I could take my love anywhere and within myself um, give that person a promotion of sorts if you will to be a special person in my heart and that person ends up being the person that I treat special right so if if your own personal value gives someone in air quotes if it gives them special 
and whatever that's whatever special is is an entity that's exclusive to how you feel or how you feel about that person or how you feel about passion right you can take that anywhere that means inside of you is everything that's where the happiness is right and i don't mean this in a disrespectful way or in a disrespectful fashion but that gives that person's value without you placing that specific value on them it's actually nothing right so if 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 so in in my mind i have this i have this um visual i had a coach that coached me in football growing up and he would pick me up, drop me off, and I would stay at his, him and his wife's house. And I truly believe that they had the absolute perfect fucking relationship. Now, the definition of perfect for me is definitely exclusive to how I feel about that word in particular. I saw them argue. I saw them um, raising their voices. I saw all of this. But the amount of love, the amount of affection, the amount of understanding, because they had problems. In my mind, I feel like that was perfect. That was perfect. Her name was Jules, and he called her Juju. So to me, the perfect woman is Juju. So if you're searching for your juju, you got if you got that juju, man, you got a perfect babe, man. If you got juju, you got a perfect babe. As a man, or even as a woman, I ain't nobody to judge. Hey, I'm down with the community. But um, you can take that juju wherever, right? So, as a man or a woman, I'm gonna speak from my own perspective. So I'm gonna speak from the perspective of a man. I feel like. I can take that juju and apply that because that juju's in me. What I feel is in me. That level of love, that level of understanding, that level of um, passion, of wanting to be. And you can feel that into whatever you want at the back end of that. But whatever direct object you want at the end of that. But that level of wanting to be. And even to be can stand on its own as its own entity, right? But that level of wanting to be. You can take that juju anywhere. My marriage didn't work out. But if I would have taken that energy and that juju and I applied it to my ex-wife, I'm going to go out on a limb and say we still be together today. Take a past relationship. Imagine had you given that passion of wanting to be, right? Of, and like I said, you can apply that to anything Of wanting to be sexual, of wanting to be loving Of wanting to be there, of wanting to be understanding Of wanting to be um, accountable Of wanting to be someone you speak to on a daily basis Which is something that I struggle with Because there's, I, I don't want to talk to myself on a daily basis Right? Um, but you fill in that blank And you can make that juju into and out of anything 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 that you make special actually becomes special so what actually makes anyone happy is that special nature and only you can apply that special nature 
to whatever it is or whoever it is that you love in that way. I remember, man, uh, I'm choked up a little bit. I miss this guy. There's a guy named Gilbert Betancourt that I worked with for 20 years. And, man, I was a young, dumb sprat when I first came into um, the Postal Service. And he really tucked me under his wing. And throughout the years, the duration of his career, he had since retired. And he's, um, even more recently than his retirement, he's uh, passed away. And I remember having conversations with him at the time. I was going through a divorce and then consequently um, secondary to that, he started going through a divorce. And we would talk about relationships and women and how you feel concerning um, certain things that happen in your life. And I remember him saying that he couldn't stand to be alone. Just being alone, he couldn't fucking stand it. How ironic when he passed away, um, he had broken up with a longtime girlfriend and he ended up being alone. And I'm sure that was some nightmarish type shit um, on his soul before he left this planet on his way to the next or whatever happens in the afterlife. Which is another conversation I'd like to get into on another podcast. But he could never find the happiness that he felt like he needed to find in companionship with somebody else. But the truth is, he was never going to find it. He was never going to find it. Um, you got to find something that you're willing to give fucks about, right? So, like, when I was delivering the mail, like, the old ladies would get mad at me, like, if I, if I, if I didn't bring out the sales papers on a specific time or a specific date, because they wanted it at that time or that specific date, and they did, the publication just didn't come out that day, it just wasn't ready, but that was something that they gave fucks about. That special nature shit, the shit that I didn't give a fuck about, some shit that made them happy on the day-to-day, right? The old lady that you're behind in the fucking grocery store and she took the time to clip her coupons and the lady at the register don't want to give her credit and she feels like she's got full validity and her discount paperwork yeah she gives fucks about that that shit's special to her these are the things that she holds near and dear and special to her These are the things, those small little things that can make you, her, whoever the fuck happy. It's no secret that I go through mental struggles in my life. Um, supposed to be on some medication for it, but eh, nah. I've weaned myself off to a certain degree. But there are times when I feel like um, this life is um, putting me into a state of being overwhelmed. And throughout that state, I start questioning the things that make me happy or that used to make me happy and don't make me happy anymore. That I feel like I'm still searching for that happiness. That's that shit right there I'm talking about, that the the special is inside of me. And even for me. Whatever that special is, 
I should insert it right here. Bambaracus. <laughs>